Welcome to Here Come the Sequels, a full spoiler podcast where we take a look at popular film franchises one movie at a time. I'm Tyler. And I'm genuinely surprised that I want to keep watching the films in this franchise. I'm your mouth. Gentlemen, start your Britons. <laughs> it's time for the podcast. What? Did... what? Is it... Are you replacing Britain with engine? Yes. Or engine. <laughs> Foley sounds. Foley sounds. Car starting. Car starting. Brakes. That's not the words. Well, not... isn't it? At the, the big NASCAR, when they do the big loop. Which I think is what the the race is called, the Big Loop. <laughs> I wish, I wish though. <laughs> all, right, all right, welcome to the Daytona Big Loop. Um, <laughs> brought to you by Post Cereals or Kellogg's, I guess. Yeah, guys, we're talking. We, we're welcome starting... to the Indy Normal Size Loop. Uh, <laughs> I don't know which one is bigger. Don't don't add us NASCAR Twitter. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Turns out that's who our fan base is. Just a bunch <laughs> of, just bunch of real gearheads. That's right, guys. We are talking. We're starting a new franchise today. Talking about the Fast and the Furious movies, and we're mm-hmm. all big gearheads. Mm-hmm. Cars, oh, man. And let me tell you, the cars in this baby. Oh, sister. They got colors. They got colors and Hemi. <laughs> what? And these babies hump the road real good. <laughs> um. So. <laughs> Uh, I drive a Prius. Alex, what um, <laughs> are the... F- what's a good, what, well, what? We haven't even said the movie, which is The Fast and the Furious. Now, um, <laughs> let's talk about this. <laughs> because I did not understand until I went to go search for the movie um, to to go and, and watch it. Uh, I discovered that the first result on Amazon Prime was not The Fast and the Furious, but was Fast and Furious with a little four in the corner. Um, and this was how I discovered that this franchise, the naming conventions are so wonderful. So we go the Fast and the Furious, right? All right, right. Mm-hmm. So we're starting. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. Then um, we got too fast, too furious. Okay, kind of lame, but I get it. Sure. Um, I, I mean, I think you know they're pioneers. You know, I'm 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 on board <laughs> with this. Um, then we got we got Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift. So okay, it's a little like. Well, side a uh, Fast and Furious story, if you will. Yep. Um, f- fair enough. Uh, which is counted though as three, which is a little bit confusing. I would have preferred a, a, a three thrown somewhere in there, but that's all right. Then we've got Fast and Furious, which it, you you've named a movie four movies in after the title of your franchise by removing an article. <laughs> yes, two articles, but it's the yeah. same article. So what? Yeah. But, <laughs> Again, which, I, I, which, as I've said before, when people are talking about movies, they usually excise correct. the article. They usually say, oh, have you seen Dark Knight? Not have you seen right. The Dark Knight. Right. Or, but also people will – and this always frustrates me – add articles where people are like, have you guys seen The Joker? Sure. And I'm like, it's called Joker, you utter idiot. <laughs> you big dummy. <laughs> you absolute monster. Well, now sure. we know what uh, grinds Britain's gears. Tyler, continue oh, with the naming boy. conventions. Well, yeah, I was going to say, I will, I will say uh, it settles out from there. Yeah. Uh, you do have Fast Five, which is lame, but like at least you you, you realized, you, you looked at what you've done the last two movies, and you were like, <laughs> okay, we got to get back to our strings. And so they did. Um, I believe the sixth one is just Fast and Furious 6, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. It is. Um, I don't actually know. <laughs> 
No, it is. I, I looked it up. I just know that they, they steadily, like, they just get shorter and shorter. Yes. And it feels <laughs> I, like, I don't know. Not if really. Really? Because the eighth one is called The Fate of the Furious. Well, okay. But I think it's... Isn't the ninth one just called F9, though? It is, is, which is F9. amazing. Now, what is the seventh uh, my, my conspiracy, Furious 7. My conspiracy... Furious 7, okay. My conspiracy theory is just So you got Fast 5 and Furious, okay. It, they're thinking like just that. like, oh, the audience just has a short attention span, so the further we go, we'll just slowly... We'll just shorten... <laughs> it'll just get to a number. Like, like the, the yes, tenth movie ten. will just be called Ten. <laughs> I don't... Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, probably. Uh... Because you get to a point where it's like no, no one else has has kept up with numbering conventions for this far into their franchise, right? Yeah. So like, be like if every Marvel movie, every MCU movie was also numbered in terms of the overall like number of MCU movies. Right? Yeah, it's Marvel thirty three or whatever. Yes, in game is yeah Marvel twenty whatever. That'd be good stuff. What anyway? Yeah. Anyways. We're going back to where the magic started. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the Fast and the Furious, directed by Rob Cohen from 2001. It has, a Space Odyssey. It has a 53% critic score on Rotten Tomatoes. Really? And a 74% audience score. Okay. okay. Gentlemen, start your screaming. <laughs> what? Are you, what? What do you... What? You, you can't. I, it's a, that was a quote from Batman Returns. But Fine. it's a. But it's a. It's a. We're talking about a car movie. It's and you said. You said start your. And then you said screaming. Yeah. At least mine was a. You are both rhyme. just. You. I need you to get on the right page here. <laughs> Britain. All right. All right. Britain. You and I. We're going to continue this. Right. We're going to keep doing these puns that don't yep. actually do what Tyler wants them to do. Right. Yes, gentlemen, start your Cheetos. <laughs> what? It's a, a Cheetos eating contest. That's okay, and I don't know why. <laughs> um, do I, someone do a best thing. I can do a best thing. I don't know. Because <laughs> <laughs> I well, don't know mine yet. Well, Tyler was the one that was pushing this franchise the most. Yes. And especially after we saw the trailer for the newest Fast and Furious movie, Britton and Tyler just both looked at me simultaneously in the theater and went, oh boy. And I said, guys, that's <laughs> a little weird to be saying that like there are people around us. That's kind of strange. Anyways, Tyler, what did you but think then of all this the, movie? But they were all saying it with us, and they were all looming around you. <laughs> oh, boy. oh boy. And then you all started saying, Google cobble one of us. <laughs> and then the Boy 2 trailer showed up, and we all were like, oh boy. <laughs> I remember Brahms. Yeah. Tyler, uh, continue. Tyler. Okay, so, yeah. Um, no, I think my best thing about this uh, that I probably... I, I feel like I was not expecting um, because the, the franchise has this this sort of... I don't know if you call it a, a stigma. Maybe maybe it's an aesthetic, I don't know, of, of family. That's like the, the running sort of joke slash theme. Like that's that's yeah. the vibe. I, I having seen. I I think we mentioned this on the last podcast, but just to clarify, none of us have seen any of these up to this point until until watching this first one. Nope. Um, the general sort of vibe I got was that there's a lot of talk about family, yeah. and like there is some continuity between characters. Characters are like important, and even if I don't know if they have like well planned character arcs, I'm not really expecting that. But at least they continue to like have history um, and continuity, which is all I can really ask for. Um, 
And I wasn't really expecting this movie to like do as much groundwork in setting up like, oh, these these characters like each other and they're they hang out. Um, but I think the movie does a really good job of just having these characters uh, have some like moments to chill and just sort of build a little bit of like, oh, I see why these people like each other. I see, yeah. you know, now now I understand. Now they they get along. That makes sense to me. Um, there's like a, a scene in the middle of the movie where they're all just sitting down for a, for a barbecue. Um, and uh, uh, poor sweet is it is it Jesse? Is that the guy's name? Yeah, uh, the, says says yeah. a silly a silly prayer about engines. Um, and they're all they're all just kind of chatting, hanging out. Um, I think that generally, it, I mean the the stuff with like uh, Vin Diesel, uh, Dom, Dom, Dom. Dominic um, Toretto. I have to. I did watch this movie a little while ago, but I think I will actually be able to remember everyone's names generally. Um, he uh, the the bit where he he gives Paul Walker uh, Vince's Corona, and he's like, "Oh yeah, that, was good. <laughs> that that whole little exchange." I think he says something about you can have any beer you want as long as it's a Corona. Um, there's it's not like hilarious. It's not. I mean, groundbreaking or nuanced no. or anything like that, but it's just, it's really nice to see like, oh, they, they really did want us to like think these characters got along and like enjoy each other and, and sort of let us just sit in this world for a bit. Um, I mean, it's not even like any of the performances are like knockout. Um, but I think just everything has this air that works in a way that I, I don't know if I can really explain other than like the script gives it time to breathe. Sure. Um, and so I really appreciated that. Yeah. For, for a movie that, and for a franchise that is now built around crazy action sequences, this movie doesn't have that many yeah. action sequences. Like there are a lot, there's a lot of racing, but there's also a lot of dialogue and yes. like it is actually there is the attempt at a story <laughs> and really yeah, the, and, and an arc for the main character. The crazy action sequences. There's only really like a couple towards yeah. the end, and even I would say there then, are two total based on yeah. like what we've seen from the trailers sure. for. for pretty much the past several sequels like that it's got nothing on those well yeah there's they're still trying to figure out the logistics of this action scene that's like a car and a truck right yeah and they're like okay we gotta we gotta make sure that the 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 audience believes this (laughs) whereas yeah yeah um um as far as my worst thing there's nothing that i i really just like could not stand um I definitely don't think it's a it's a perfect movie or anything like that, yeah. but I, th- I think it's just a, a pretty solid all around. Fairly inoffensive thing, more or yeah. less. Um, I mean, my worst my worst thing would probably be that there's a lot of just like random misogyny. I was yeah, um, I was thinking that. <laughs> like, ju- I mean, and I guess the idea is to capture the 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 culture or the stereotype of street racing. Um, uh, at least as far as you can get from like arcade games, which I yeah. assume predate this movie. I assume yeah. this movie did not inspire them. I don't really know. Um, but they also the movie treats, but for the two, but for Michelle Rodriguez and Jordana right. Brewster, who I think are fairly well treated yeah. by the movie yeah, exactly. for what you would expect. There's and that's more what it is, and that's why it's not like immediately as much yeah as like upsetting to me is that there's a lot of just random female side characters who get like groped and, yeah. and like catcalled, and they never they're never portrayed as like being harassed i guess right. like it's usually like oh they're they're okay with this um but it's still like thinking about that and imagining like then the actor actresses having to be directed on set for that i'm kind of like eh. one that this is a movie that is mostly treating women as decorations yes 
for this like very male driven sport and for a movie that is largely male driven that they're clearly like look how cool and seductive this world is isn't this awesome aren't these dudes awesome there there's all these women just like dancing where they are like i remember there's one like i think it's at the one of the big race which is called race wars sure and there's a woman there's a there's two shots a woman like getting she's just like standing under like a shower and she's yeah. you know in yeah. like a bikini bottom and a white t-shirt and they're like spraying water on her butt and on her chest mm-hmm. and the and the movie like it's not just in the background like the movie is in purposely showing you yeah. this and i was like movie <laughs> come on movie now alex you like a wet butt what did you think of that scene i rewound and rewound and rewound <laughs> <laughs> just like a car oh well one thing i found interesting kind of along the same lines is that i liked that they didn't sanitize the language sure um mm. like they do throw derogatory terms in terms of like race and and like homosexual slurs mm. um i i appreciate that given like we're dealing with mostly like criminals and and the culture i like that that stuff's not sanitized and it's not like a, a pg version you know what i mean sure. like like a, not a disneyified version of what an yeah, illegal yeah. street race would look like <laughs> sure um this one this one i mean it's, it's really it's, gritty you know sure this one is uh is r right uh i'm, I'm not sure I, I so because i think they say the f word a number of times I, I feel fairly confident. They said the N-word two once. No, it's PG-13. Okay, never mind. Really? Huh. No, I guess they got their right. one. <laughs> I think you're right. I think there is there is one that came out. They, they said the S-word a couple of times. Sure. But yeah, I don't know. That that was that was one detail that I appreciated. And I'd, I, I don't want to be like, man, this movie wouldn't be made today. <laughs> but I don't know. Who are I, you, I just, Todd Phillips? <laughs> I just thought that was... Rob that Cohen's was Calendar Man. <laughs> Anyways, I really, I really like this idea of Joker just resurrecting this like series of just journeyman mediocre white directors to yeah. come and make their like, oh, we gotta make our cool Batman villain to show people why they they pull in every sucks. They pull in every male director of the Twilight sequels to do one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Anyways, a, I need that. Alex, what are your best and worst? Well, first, I want to I want to get a fun fact out of the way. I had mentioned this before Ooh. we started. I don't know if anyone is aware of this, if I'm the only person. One of the credited screenwriters on this movie is David Ayer. Yes, <laughs> I did see that. Um, and I was like, ah. So you were saying about <laughs> white directors that, that aren't sure. very mediocre? <laughs> Yeah, but they already gave him his shot, and he he messed up by trying to do something that they wanted to do, when when he should have just been like, "I'm pitching you the darkest, grittiest, I don't know." Uh, it, it's called Bright. <laughs> well, okay, <laughs> that's that's one way to go. <laughs> I was gonna say like, oh, what's a good Calendar Man's a good one. The Mad Hatter. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm gonna pitch you the grimmest Mad Hatter movie you have ever seen. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I just but yes, I, I just wanted to point that out because I found that really interesting. And watching the movie after I saw that, I was like, okay, this totally makes sense. This is a David yeah. Ayer connected yeah. project. Yeah. Um, this very much. Not, I mean, this very much. I don't know about kind of you, style. but I'm fast and furious. 
Honestly, I'm glad that this movie didn't have more racist stereotypes. Sure. Given Suicide Squad. Anyways. And Bright. And Bright, apparently. Um, Hey, guys, but what if... What if the world was exactly the same, but with orcs? But, like, it's exactly the same. (laughs) And what if... the Mad Hatter's there. And what if in an attempt to create racial allegory, we insinuate that non-white people are monsters? So, Britton, what is your uh, grade for Bright? (laughs) Uh, not high. Did you watch that? No, I have not. Okay. (laughs) My best thing is just going to be the general competency of the storytelling. Like Tyler said, I'm, Mm -hmm. I'm... it's not like super amazing or anything like that. I think the movie is like fairly, you know, it's it's average with a few bright spots. I I feel, um, but I, I was kind of watching it expecting like a ninety minute, just kind of mess of a movie where I it think wasn't, we all had low. I was expectations thinking something more in. along the lines of the first Transformers. Yes, mm. yes. Um, no, I, th- I think that's a very good um, con- connection. Um, yeah, I was expecting it to be very muddled and unfocused, but this movie yeah. is like. It's it's a fairly tightly well structured movie, yeah. Um, in terms of the story, and yeah, like you said, I I understood the characters' motivations. I for the most part cared about all of them. All the actors were giving decent performances, yeah. at, at least. Um, I mean, human performances yeah. I think would be a good like way to put it. Like, like they, nobody's they felt... going to be giving Paul Walker's performance <laughs> in this like an Oscar or anything, but yeah. I think he does a very good job, and I think he's a convincing leading man, at least for mm-hmm. this type of movie. Um, everything just kind of works. Um, so yeah, that's, that's kind of my best thing. I I was surprised. I was expecting it to be like, oh, like all this movie hat, all all this franchise has is like the big dumb action sequences and it doesn't have anything else for me to care about or get invested in. And that wasn't quite the case, at least with this Mm -hmm. one. Mm -hmm. Um, so that was a nice surprise. Um, my worst thing is going to be the overdone, uh, CGI in the races, um, I don't know if y'all noticed this. There's a lot of just like, oh, it's the actor in the car, and there's green screen, and oh, yeah, that's bad. Bit. Sure. And I'm not talking just about like when the when it zooms into the car and it's showing how the engine works and all that yeah. stuff. That yeah. overdone, but I understood its <laughs> sure. purpose. There's a bunch of sequences where it's just like, oh, we don't want the actor at this highest speed. Because that's too dangerous. Let's just put a right. green screen in, and it was very noticeable. And I thought it was very, very <laughs> bad. And I know I, this movie's from 2001, so the effects are going to be a bit dated. But just the <laughs> fact that they has had to use effects for that in the first place, I found kind of weird. Yeah, I uh, I that didn't I didn't really notice or it didn't really bother me. I did notice a lot of like speeding up the footage to yes. make it look like the cars are going faster. Yes, that that um, that as well. There was quite a bit of that. That was kind of like. Ah! Okay. It's like, guys, Fair enough. you're selling this movie That's on the cute. races. Have them actually yeah. be real races. Don't don't right. manipulate it like that. I, I right. I'm not a fan of that. Um, of course, these these movies get more and more effects heavy, so I should probably sure. just brace myself for. Impact. But I think it's probably going to get more and more smooth. Yeah, in terms they're going to get integrating more, the effects, and they're going to get more and more money. So right. the effects yes, are going to. Yeah. Um, my only other thought is that I I don't know how we plan this. So, so last week with Die Another Day, we did a Lee Tam- Tamahori film, mm-hmm. and he, of course, directed Triple X, State of the Union, the second film in that franchise. So it's only fitting that this week we do a Rob Cohen film, considering he directed the first Triple X movie. Britain, what is your best thing and your worst thing about the <laughs> Fast and the Furious? 
this movie also co-stars Rick Yoon, just like our last movie, Die Another Day. Yes, and I um, this movie has like exponentially more characters, and yet I felt him his presence a lot more in this movie than in Die Another Day. Mm-hmm. I would agree. I thought he was actually pretty fun in this. Yeah, and he I, didn't um, have diamonds in his face. <laughs> Who knew? He just had those – I mean, but I will say his body was diamond hard. That dude is shredded like a Ninja Turtle. Um, I – so the DVD that I rented <clears throat> because it's 2001 that I watched <laughs> was kind of scratched up. And so there was a few sections of the movie that it just skipped. Oh, really? Yeah, so I missed a few – nothing too ma- huge, mm-hmm. just like maybe 10 minutes total. Oh, wow. Well. So like there are some – if I, I might be asking questions later, like, was this fully fleshed out? Because I may have just missed that sure. part. Um, but uh, I'm going to say my best thing is overall just the stunt work I thought was really well done. Yeah. I really – I thought that the opening uh, mm-hmm. chase sequence is really well – is really smoothly executed. I've seen – recently I've seen one other Rob Cohen movie, The Hurricane Heist, which is not <laughs> much to <laughs> celebrate, I don't think. Sure. But I thought <clears throat> the the, the – I, I, the idea of it was neat, and the execution of it was was pretty slick. And I had a very clear idea of like where the cars were, what they were yeah. doing, and I got what the plan was, and then they did the plan, and I thought that was was cool. Mm-hmm. And again, I went in with a very lowered expectation for this. And then this, the the big one at the end, the big climactic one, yeah. I enjoyed. I thought was was pulled off well. But I also really liked that in that we never see the driver of the trucks. The, the, the truck that they're trying to rob from that then the guy has a shotgun and he's just like blasting everybody. Yeah. I liked on how stripped down that is in comparison to what I imagine we'll get later. Yeah. It's one guy with one shotgun. Yeah. But we never see his face. Just see him, his hand like loading the, the mm. shotgun and firing. I thought that was really w- well done. Um, so I just like the stunt work in this in general. I thought it was was pretty cool. As, a, as far as a worst thing, maybe like we, Tyler and I already talked about the sort of women as window dressing. But then at the same time, you have Jordana Brewster and Michelle Rodriguez who are like people in the movie yeah. and are like characters, yeah. which is kind of cool. Um, Jordana Brewster is kind of relegated to a love interest, but like not as badly as I was expecting, I guess. Yeah. Um, so well, I guess. I mean, it, yeah. What's her character's name again? Uh, Mia. Right. Mia Toretto. Um, and I, I. The times that I've seen Michelle Rodriguez and other things, I haven't tended to really enjoy her that much, but I actually kind of liked her in this. Yeah. I thought she was kind of cool. And I like I like that she was clearly on the same level as everybody else. There wasn't this like, oh well, we gotta let Dom's girlfriend come along for the ride. Yeah. It's like no, she's a part of the team. Like, and no one really yeah. seemed to question that, which I thought was, was yeah. They, I mean, really they, cool. they portray it's yeah. It's almost just like she's the the mom of the yeah. family or whatever. Yeah, exactly. She's um, just like a part of and it. The reason that she's probably been uh, her her far, roles down the line. Uh, have not been as effective is probably because they people see her in this and then they're just like oh let's cast her to do that again yeah and really ramp it up like yeah. an avatar or something like that sure or uh, lost um, is what I'm thinking of specifically sure where it's like here just be really tough and don't listen to anyone and be totally unreasonable all the time yeah, yeah. Yeah. which is really the the writing not necessarily yes, her exactly um, but that um, was a frustrating yeah and I like that uh, Mia she has and I guess we can just kind of roll into talking about the movie. Um, but she starts off by saying, like, oh, no, I just I, – I don't date guys that – like, there's no yeah. – there's no – none of this sort of, like, soap opera drama yeah. around, oh, well, they're dating behind Dom's back. Or yeah, yeah. Dom is, 
I don't know. Like, there, there were a couple things where I thought it was going to do something that's very, like, cliche mm-hmm. and sort of like, oh, we're having to hide things from people in order to, to date. Right. Um, or like, he's like, but I'm dating you, but I can't because I'm an undercover cop. Sure. It's like, no, I want to and I like her, but also, like, I've got my job, which I, I don't know. I, yeah, I agree. I thought that yeah. was kind of, was kind I, of cool. I think it's because she comes right out when he, he first is talking to her and she's just like, oh, I don't date, I don't get, date guys that are in, in Dom's crew. You know, it's just not really. Yeah. Not really a thing I like to do, uh, as opposed to like he stops her from you know doing it. Like she's like, no, it's not a choice. And then yeah. she is like, no, actually, I think I will. Yeah. And then I, and then like you said later, he just says, oh yeah, I'm a cop. Yeah. Um, yeah. And there's no and, and he does it to like help un- help her understand why she needs to help yes. him save everybody. Yeah. And the, really, the relationship in the movie is Dom and Paul Walker. Like yeah. that's really what yeah. the movie's built around. Which some of that was what I've missed. Some of their conversations were what I missed. Gotcha. I didn't get to see that relationship fully build over the movie. But by the end of it, I like him. Like Paul Walker giving him the keys at the mm-hmm. end. I was like, all right, that's mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, not not bad. Not bad. Again, for what I was expecting. And that's a great like. I think good movies. Like something that I really look for um, in typically more obviously like film <laughs> movies sure. um, is like symbols. Uh, like we talked a little bit about this on our uh, top movies of 2019 mm. podcast with Joker. Um, but I really enjoy when, when movies like get that. And I, I really like the idea that like, oh, the, the big symbolic thing at the end of the movie, yep. the, the thing that like defines their relationship is him giving the keys. It's like, oh, it's a, it's a car movie. It's, you know, like it's about racing. Like sure, it's all, sure, sure. it's all tracks. This is all you're, uh, you're using. Yeah, like, yeah, <laughs> like in Race Wars. Um, yeah, you're you're using the language of the thing you're talking about to yeah. emphasize that. I thought that was a really nice, like, oh, that's kind of a cool, yeah, a I good agree. screenwriting thing you've done there, David Ayer, I guess. <laughs> um, yeah, I thought that was neat. Uh, and I also, I maybe I'm just completely, like, oblivious, but I actually did not realize that uh, Paul Walker was a cop. Uh, going into oh, it. I really? did not know oh. that was the twist or see I, I I found it kind of unfortunate because I knew that was his background uh-huh. um so when it's like played out to be like this big reveal I was like oh I uh, I feel like I'm, I'm losing and, a let, bit let me from say, the movie it really worked for me yeah, <laughs> yeah. and then somehow I miss it it's in the description of the like that that was the only reason I knew yeah. yeah and so like I completely didn't even somehow I just skipped right past that um when I was watching it and like there's a bit earlier where where uh He's talking to the guy, Harry, the guy that's that's employing him. Yeah. yeah. And um, he says, "Oh, Harry, uh, you, you know, um, I messed up with Dom or whatever. I don't know. They're having some conversation about about the altercation he had with them. Um, and Harry tells him that Dom was trying to get him fired. And Paul's like, "Well, what, what is what's Paul Walker's character's name? Brian. 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 Yes. Uh, right. Okay. Um, he yeah. Brian's like, oh, well, you know, I." Uh, what did you tell him or anything? And then he's like, well, what do you think I told him? I told him I can't fire you. Um, but like, it's played in the, in the way it's like, Oh, this guy, Harry's looking out for him. You know, yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't like, I need the that. help. I can't uh, hire anybody. But then hey, later, I, later, I thought that was kind of a weird line. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was weird that Regis was just in this movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Brian, how are you? You're yes. killing me, Brian. The, the fast and the fury GS. <laughs> that's, that's the 17th one. You never right. thought you'd find me in an auto parts store. But here we are. <laughs> here I am. I'm a grease monkey. So let's get under the hood. Whoa, I fell in. <laughs> I'm a small man. But it helps me to recalibrate your chakras. I don't know. Yes, I can. That's right. I'm a car mechanic and I can read your chakras too. Come on in. Let me put on my, my little hat. 
and I'll read your fortune. Now, oh, now I want. Reg- I see a lot of fast cars and uh, Dwayne Johnson grabbing a helicopter. Well, that sounds fun. Now I want Regis to describe the plots of all of these movies once we're done watching them. Okay, okay. like a like a um, oh, what's his name from? Uh, but like, you like only have five minutes. Such... Michael Douglas. No, um, Michael Pena. Yes. Oh, I, I was yeah, like, yeah, I think yeah. his name's Michael, but I can't remember. Yes. All right. I gotcha. I gotcha. Uh, same vibe, but Regis. Exactly. <laughs> and um, then I looked at this man and I gave him my car keys and I said, I am you. And then I walked away and it was weird. And then the credits rolled. <laughs> so anyway. Yes. Um, yeah, so and then it, I so was in line, too fast, too furious said, because it was two times the talks. excitement. So anyways, <laughs> uh, later, um, when that when that twist comes around, I was like, "Oh, oh, that that tracks more. That makes more sense yeah. as to why he couldn't fire him because he's a cop." Um, all right, I'm on board here. And, um, yeah, and I, I think it's a twist that if you don't know that's the twist, it works. Yeah, it, and it's it, not it surprising. It's you. not like built like super far into the movie. I mean, it's, no, it's no, like no. twenty or thirty minutes in. But then when it happened, I was like, "Oh, it is like a jolt." Oh, yeah. okay, cool. Yeah, and I and I liked um, that the that when Dom finds out Brian is a cop, it's through Brian like. Getting saving his is yes. uh, was it Vince? Yes, Vince, a character I did not like. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but he gets he like Vince needs is wounded and he needs to get like an, an emergency like medevac, and so he just he's like this is officer number zero two nine four or whatever. No. and watching and actually Vin Diesel plays that pretty mm-hmm. well where he just like <laughs> That's a good scene. he watches him and he realizes it and you can see like he's so angry that he's been betrayed but also he realizes that's why his friend's gonna live. Yeah. It's a it's a it's a pretty nice moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the movie doesn't really beat around the bush in terms of like, oh, do they think he's a cop? Like, there's really just the one scene where he gets caught looking for the for the um the stolen uh, DVD mm-hmm. players because mm-hmm. 2001, right. um, and they're questioning him. But there, there's not like a oh one of them knows he's a cop and he's got to stop them before they get to Dom and tell him. Like, there's none of right. that that stuff that really would have weighed the movie down. Yeah. And it gives you more time to focus on the relationships. Yeah. Um, there's a part in this movie where a man is tortured, Harry, I believe, by them just pouring gasoline into his mouth and, like, drowning him with gasoline. I don't think gasoline. that's Harry. I could be wrong. It's somebody, but Rick Yoon and Reggie Lee are doing it. It's, yeah. like, so nasty. Yeah. Oh, man. And then I was like, isn't that poisonous? I wonder what they used for that scene. Gasoline. Oh, okay. It was 2001. <laughs> Gasoline was purer then. No, 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 it was just safety. They were just like, oh, <laughs> I don't know. Just, exactly. Go for it. I don't know. Right. It's probably fine. The world was freer back then. Kids could just ride their bikes wherever. <laughs> Kids could just drink gasoline. You yeah, know, it was fine. <laughs> That's what they're doing on Stranger Things the whole time. <laughs> wow. Enough. Man. Those crazy this world. kids. They say the phrase race wars a lot in this movie. <laughs> and I know why. Now it's because it's the name of the big competition. I feel like also, I should think it's it's a problem that this movie it, it it feels like it's trying to play it, you know, gritty and real for what it is. It's it, played like a two thousand one music video. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everything's orange. But it's yeah. also like super, super cheesy. Yep. I don't know. The combination of those elements I feel like should 
be jarring to me, but it all just mm-hmm. kind of worked really well. It's just like, oh, it's just like this cheesy little neat like um, mm-hmm. time capsule of like 2001. No, I agree. Yeah, I mean no. the fact that because I feel like people use the, uh, the the fact that it's like, oh, remember when the first movie was about stealing DVDs? Yeah, I feel like people sometimes use that as like a disparaging. Yeah. thing if they're like looking down and like oh they've gone all crazy now with their explosions and everything remember when it was about stealing dvds <laughs> you know they ruined such a good concept or, i don't know I, i'm making up some i don't know that people like get sure, in, sure. get this heated about fast and the furious but um that is my perception is that sometimes people bring that up is that but i think that's like a really neat like that's a perfect way to start this franchise. Yeah. Not having seen the other movies, and, and hopefully I'll continue to feel that way, but just, like, that feels like a very good, like... I mean, like the, like you said, the fact that it's 2001, so they're doing DVDs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, it really is, like, a time capsule. It's like, oh, this is this is kind of just a cool little... It's It almost feels like watching a period piece, but it's, <laughs> it's a period piece from 19 oh years God. ago instead of... Yeah. As someone who was 13 when this movie came sure. out, I don't like knowing it was called, hearing it called a period piece. Sure, TV. sure. But it's, I mean, I think it's... No, I know, I, know, I do know what you it's mean. Of it's of its time. It, yeah, it's very, very of its time. It, all, it, did, it did take me back to a time that I'm not, I don't miss, mm-hmm. because you have a lot of just, like, douchebags getting TV shows. <laughs> sure. And, like, Jesse kind of annoyed me because he reminded me of Jamie Kennedy a little bit. But then I went, no, nah, it's not Jamie Kennedy. He's more of, like, an Ethan Embry type. But Ethan Embry also annoyed me in Empire Records, <laughs> but in a totally, completely different way. But also, every male character in Empire Records annoys me. So come at me, '90s kids. Um, it's it's such a. It also took me back to a time when my friend John and I would hang out at his house and play Grand Theft Auto. Sure. Mostly he would play it, and all I really distinctly remember is he was trying to make this car do, like, a flip, and he kept, like, driving up this, like, not even a ramp, like, up a building. I don't know what you do in that game. Mm-hmm. Man, oh, Did man. Did he have Sheriff J.W. Pepper in his car? No, this that was, was a video game, it. Alex. Um, <laughs> Unaffiliated with the James Bond franchise. <laughs> oh, that's disappointing. This was- it's okay. We can leave that. We're past that franchise. You can you can leave it. I'll no. I'll never leave it. You can you can set I it aside. Boys, you don't understand. I can't leave it. <laughs> Every time they announced one of those uh, Injustice Two DLC character packs, Alex was like, "Maybe it's Sheriff Pepper. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Hellboy." Ugh. <laughs> I did have one question. Did y'all think that the ending was abrupt? A little bit, maybe. Because there's like really there's no there real be... resolution between Brian and Mia, and yeah, like it, it just felt weird that it's just like oh he just lets Dom get away and that's it. Yeah, I really expected there to be. Which I mean, like, I kind I of respect. Thinking... It could have easily gone on for like another fifteen twenty minutes, yeah. and maybe it, that would have ruined sure. it. Oh, yeah. when, when I saw the time code of an hour 49. Uh. <laughs> and that's, I was, I guess I hadn't really looked at the, the time code either. Um, I was really expecting it to be like, oh, they've got the big the big chase with the truck and yeah. then they're going to get back and then they're going to finish the race wars against, because they got it. They never really resolved like Jesse's thing with his, his car mm-hmm. and it losing his uh, wish dad's they car. They solved Jesse's thing. Also, Jesse died. <laughs> yeah, he did. But we never see him get hit with the. They they have Ricky and then Reggie Lee drive by and are shooting a bunch of bullets because as opposed to like I don't know rubber bands. Sure. And you see multiple shots of uh, uh, Vin Diesel and Paul Walker like dodging, yeah. and they should totally be getting hit, but it's fine. 
and you never see Jesse in that scene, and then you see Dom cradling Jesse's body. No, I think, I think there's a shot no? of him. Oh, do they? Okay. okay. No, there's I think a shot of him him getting shot as he falls. Away. I think it's, oh, okay. There's a shot of him getting the, shot. That's not confusing. Anyway, I may have, okay. it could have skipped. Um, it might have, honestly. But it also, it, it, I think it is something where, like, if it's a blink and you'll miss it thing. Okay. okay. Um, because he he's just kind of like standing on the sidewalk and gets immediately like it's like yeah. because it's showing them all dodging. You're like, okay, so Jesse's gonna he's getting behind the car, right? Like you probably, no! he's probably you. and then it's just like, oh, he's he's dead. Okay, that's that's not good. I guess we um, haven't really talked about like the star of the show. What what did y'all think of Vin Diesel? Okay, I did a nice job. You know, yeah. he's fine. Um, I I enjoyed his his monologue where he explains why he went to jail and about like how his dad. It's like. My father loved to drive, and then one day a car did a big flip, and he tried to catch it. The, the he bit, tried to do a good stunt with the big car. I can't remember what happened. The, but bit, like, the bit with the, yeah, yeah, because he he says that his his dad crashes the car, and then um, he says he can he can hear the the uh, his dad screaming, but then afterwards they told me. It was actually just me. He died on impact or something like that. And I was like, okay. And then he finds out that some other guy like messed up the car or something, which is why he got – because then he got arrested for beating somebody up. Well, yeah, because I I think the guy hit him. The guy like clipped his dad's car. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, Yeah, and Vin Diesel's like, I live my life a quarter mile at a time. And I could hear just legions of women sighing and swooning (laughs) over this sensitive muscle boy. I don't know, I, but I actually think he's—I actually think he's—he does—he does a good job. I—I yeah. I, I was. It was again not really quite what I was expecting. It was a little bit yeah. more um, of a like regular character. I was expecting more of just like I'm a I'm a big guy and I, yeah, I get angry yeah. at everything. Like, he's and he not does just, get angry, but he's not just a cartoon. Exactly. Right. I'm the last witch hunter and stuff. No, he's like a person. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, I thought he was able to handle like being at least semi-charismatic in like the the big scenes where he's like all right now we're gonna race and he's kind of like being the head of the party or whatever and then also the dramatic stuff i thought he did a decent job with so yeah you know i understand why why he ends up being kind of the the, at the forefront of the franchise it makes sense completely Mm -hmm. and i think paul walker's good in this but i think diesel is more you you he's a little more magnetic of a character at least Mm -hmm. um what did you guys think of the scene where Ja Rule is tempted? He's he's promised that if he wins the race, he gets to have a threesome. Correct. And then Ja loses the race. Correct. And Ja doesn't get anything. Were we sad At for Ja? At some point, he does scream. Um, Monica. Yes, Monica. Yeah, yeah. Monica. As, as uh, I think Paul Walker is, is speeding by him. He's like, yes, Monica, that's right. No. Ja, remember. <laughs> if you drive the car so good, you get to have a three thumb. <laughs> ja. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of a funny part of the movie. Correct. <laughs> That that's uh, Jaws' character, Edwin. Mm-hmm. Edwin. Uh, I thought that was all very funny. Jaw Rule also has a song that plays in the credits, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's called Die Another Day. <laughs> <laughs> I found the, the music in this to be, once again, going with the time capsule element of oh, 2001. Tell yes. me about it. I did find the music choices in certain cases to be a lot. <laughs> Yes. Actually, I'm going to amend that. Uh, uh, pretty much every case, I thought it was a lot. Yeah. 
Yeah, for real though. I really actually, and, and something actually I do like about the movie, I liked that whenever they would be doing the street race, they always had a guy whose job it was to like watch the police scanner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so they had this guy covering like, okay, we're good because all the police in L.A., the entire police department is yes. over on, you know, I don't know, Valencia or whatever. Yeah. Which I thought like, oh, that's a neat little detail that they realized like, oh, there would have to be some reason we can do this illegal thing. Yeah. yeah. Once once again, I, I I like the world building element and like if if you're going to have like this, this semi-dumb action movie, having little details like that. Because they could have just as easily gone with the normal action movie logic of, oh, the cops never show up to anything ever. Yeah. Yeah. And just left it at yeah. that. But they don't. I really um, enjoyed also – kind of along those lines uh they didn't shy away from the fact that it's like oh it's don's crew they're they're the ones stealing the dvds uh Mm -hmm. like there wasn't like a twist where it's like oh he's doing it to make money for his mia's ailing parents because they're sick or i don't know like there there's no real justification there's like a a plucky kid that coughs a lot sure sure (laughs) there's no justification there's i really like the way the mm -hmm. mystery's built up exactly because it's, it's we we're kind of in Paul Walker's shoes the whole time. So as he's befriending this group, we're like, okay, I'm cool with these guys. That's that's why the hangout scenes are so important because we feel yes. like we're hanging out with them. And they're like, okay, it's got to be Rick Yoon and, and and those guys, the bad guys. They've got to be the ones stealing that stuff, right? Isn't it obvious? And then it's not. Yeah, you're totally right. Yeah, and then and that and the fact that like. Talking about his relationship with Mia, how that is—they keep telling him like, "Oh, hey, that's that's blinding you from the fact that you you know it's it's dumb. He's the one clearly stealing the DVD players," and he keeps being like, "No, no, no. I think it's, it's these guys over here. No, I think it's I think it's these guys." Uh, Hector, yes, our boy Hector, yes, who pro- I did not Hector. realize uh, I was—I think I just saw this on Twitter or something like that um, a few weeks ago. He's an actor. What is his actual name? I feel so bad. Yeah, um, it's it's. Noel Gugliemi? I'm oh, Gugliemi, totally probably. butchering that name. Yeah, he has played how many characters? He I'm going has... to pull it up. Okay. We'll try and, uh... Yeah, he has played a lot of characters all named Hector in various things. Yes. He is the prolific Hector. Oh, boy. He's also on the episode of Walking Dead. Oh, boy. In, he uh, comes back in Curious 7. Good. Yes. Oh, boy. I'm excited. Yeah, um, yeah. He uh, he's in the episode Vatos of Walking Dead, season one, episode four, Walking Dead, based on the Image Comics by. <laughs> I'm vamping for Tyler. You got it. <laughs> yes. Uh, so yeah, it's, his name's Noel Albert Guglielmi, um, also known as no- Noel or Noel. It's spelled Noel, but I would think I don't know. Uh, Noel, Noel G. Uh, Noel G. Um, and he so he's been in. I think that, so. This was his first Hector appearance. <laughs> Um, and then oh this isn't sorted as much as well as I thought it would uh, I thought there was more of a sequence but he is in like I, I'm seeing like maybe five six hectares on his his uh, filmography he's just he's just a lot of hectares and I respect him the prolific Hector yeah I'm very excited um, to see him again if he's in the <laughs> So I'm going back through a group message where Tyler sent us the thing about the prolific Hector and just sure a lot of weird images to each other. <laughs> There's Mario and Peach and Pulp Fiction. 
some German gummy cows. That's just the human uh, bronchial <laughs> system. There's a YouTube link that won't load uh, for some reason. <laughs> this is <laughs> the <laughs> cards. This is terrible audio. I'm so sorry, audience. We did. There's Kirby taking his shoes this off is, and having human. Th- this feet. is the audio of Britain slowly realizing the the hell he has created for himself. By <laughs> yeah. What have I done? Okay. That's that. That's when a time I went to a restaurant and I was seated at table 69. Nice. Um, no, he. The point is, he's played a lot of Hectors, and we're always happy to see our friend Noel. We're thinking Correct. about you. You know, I'm always sending up one up to my friend Noel. Correct. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It, it, we always run into this, I think, with really good, not really good, but like kind of, you know, solid, well-done movies. It's like, oh, yeah, this is just like a sun-drenched, sweaty race up Right. I don't know. It just... Not as sweaty as a Michael Bay. Kind of sweaty. <laughs> mm-hmm. it, it's not like this movie ha- has like super high aims. It's just like, oh, it, it knows what it wants to do and it does it fairly effectively. Yeah. Now, I, I'm fairly confused. At the beginning of the movie, so Paul Walker, he goes to the Toretto sandwich shop to get tuna and he and Jordana Brewster flirt. And I'm like, Jordana Brewster, after what you did to Chuck Bartowski, you don't get to flirt with anybody. <laughs> Does he – but then they all – Vince shows up and like is so mad at Paul Walker for being there. Why does why does Dom say that he Paul Walker can't be there and why is it such a, a an intense thing at that point for him? Why is he not allowed to be at the Toretto sandwich shop? Because Vince is unhappy with him. Why is Vince unhappy with him? Because he keeps visiting the, the restaurant every day to talk to Mia and to order that tuna sandwich. Boys are dumb. It's toxic masculinity. It is. That. No, no, yeah, yeah. It is one hundred percent that. Which is also amazing that this movie does not feel that way anywhere outside of their their relationship. Sure, outside of like him and Vince, yeah. yeah. That like there is more sensitivity given to this than you would assume. Yes. Exactly. Well, I like right. that we have the the leader of, of like like a, a criminal unit that's the smart guy. Like I, I like that we we're not dealing with like a group of Vinces. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Like that that could very easily be like, oh, like they're all idiots. Why I'm not a fan of any of them. <laughs> but Dom is supposed to be played like he is fairly intelligent. No, yeah, like Dom knows what he's doing, and Vince is very much just like, oh, he's the muscle. <laughs> yeah. Now I believe Vin is not in the second one. I believe Vin takes a break and comes back. For, I think the second one is where we get a Tyrese and a Ludacris show up. And I think three is when – no, three is Tokyo Drift. Maybe it's four then. Four is, is like the soft reboot where everybody comes back. Sure. Yeah, okay, okay. I'm very which, excited which I think Which I think going to Tyler's point at the beginning about the titles and how they're bizarre, I yep. think that's why it's called Fast and Furious instead sure. of Fast sure. and Furious 4 or something like that. Yeah. yeah. I think it is meant to be a soft reboot. It's just – Fast and Furious is right there. Oh, gosh. <laughs> it really is. Five and well, furious, I... <clears throat> but they didn't. They didn't do that. I mean, but that's and it's not the same. I know it's it doesn't not track the same. I know. Maybe it'll be called Fast Ten Furious. Fasten your seatbelts. That would also be good. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, Fast and Furious, but also Fast. Yeah, Fast Ten fa- Furious. Fast, fast Ten Furious. I, feel, I'm, I don't I'm know still, if that tracks well enough. I'm still putting well, putting in my vote as just calling it ten. Just sure. 
<laughs> I like the idea of Aquaman 2, the sequel. I think that's still pretty good. <laughs> the sea coral. What? Can't argue with that. Yeah, there's a movie. Um, I am curious as we keep watching these um, if it's going to have sort of the same problem that I have with Pirates of the Caribbean as it keeps going. And not I'm not speaking so much as to the decline in the storytelling quality because that's a completely right. different conversation. I mean in terms of, oh, isn't this group of characters, they're like criminals and they rob people and they kind of do terrible things. Why am I liking them? Why do I sure. still support them? Why am I still invested I, in them? I'm, I think they end up like helping out I feel yeah. like the I feel like they're going to become increasingly more heroic. Right. Yeah, like like, like, like action heroes. That they're just like the bad boys who work with the government to right. take yeah. down the really bad. Yeah, yeah. Cuz he's like stealing DVD players. He's not like selling drugs. Yeah. So. yeah. Well, that's going back to pirates. That's that's one thing I kind of talked with Tyler about when we did the third Pirates of the Caribbean movie of like like I know the Why British... is Jack Sparrow stealing DVD players? Yeah. <laughs> this is anachronistic. I know. But, like, the British, yeah, they're bad. They're doing terrible things. But aren't the pirates, like, the ones that rape and pillage? Like, are we really that upset that they're being killed? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it's Disney, so they, Like you I know, said, it's Disney, the sanitized version. Pillage, I guess. <laughs> Scare people. Yeah. <laughs> and our skeletons. Right. Ah, what a good first movie. Indeed. Um, I, I, I do think this is similar. I, obviously, I think Curse of the Black Pearl is much better than this. But in terms of, like... Oh, that's just like a really good, competently made movie on its own. Yeah. I don't need sequels to appreciate it. I can just watch it. This doesn't feel like they made this intending to do sequels. Exactly. Well, I agree with that for the most part, but like I said, that ending is so abrupt, it feels like it's almost trying to lead into a sequel. Like, a little bit. Maybe it was like, oh, we want to tease so that, like... Hey, audience, don't you want a sequel? But maybe not like the studio went, okay, make this first one, right. and then we'll make enough money to make a second one. Right. Did either of you watch long enough to see the little after credit stinger? There's no. an after credit stinger? Yes. It's I quit after much. the Jaw Rule song. Surprise, surprise. It's, it's, Vin, it's Vin Diesel. He's in Mexico, and he's like, I always uh, I live by the mile. And I, <laughs> I'm, I'm staying free, or something like that. Um, it, it's just like a little little monologue showing him like driving in Mexico. Uh, the, I promise I'm not making this up. I was I I literally a lot of times after I watch a movie if I like I'm like oh I enjoyed that I like let it sit and kind of listen while I'm like wait for the up, bloops sure and that it's more just <laughs> like for bloops uh, looking up like stuff about the movie and trying to be like oh I like that actor I wonder what else he's been in you know like I'll, I'll yeah. kind of get distracted by something while leaving it on and then it's just this just happened to be like oh oh there's something here and I'm really wondering. Huh. If there is another after credits scene before this movie in film, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Is there is there another obvious example that I'm missing? I mean, Ferris Bueller's the big one, but do you mean like That's hinting true. at sequels? I, I'm talking about hinting at sequels. I th- more. I, I think also, um, I, Britain, you may know. I I don't. I don't know. Um, the uh, Roland Emmerich Godzilla movie ends with a tease for a sequel. Oh, you're I don't. Right. I don't know if it's an after credit scene, but it does have mm-hmm. like a stinger or, or a tease. Yeah, I can't remember honestly. I can't right. tell you. We gotta we gotta research. Continue to discuss no, the movie um, that we're actually talking. About. I thought for a minute you were going to say that Vin Diesel 
it shows him in Mexico and he's like, wait, I got to tell you about Bruce Wayne. He's – and then it cuts out. <laughs> no, it's Vin Diesel getting the yellow power ring. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. I thought you were going to say the yellow power ranger. Sabretooth tiger. I sound like Dominic Purcell on like <laughs> – Now I want Fast and Furious to cross over with Power Rangers. Can we do that? Uh-huh. Actually, that would be great. There's probably enough of them. When we get our full crew set, we can decide who's what ranger. <laughs> No, seriously, like they've got the, and Helen Mirren is Rita Repulsa. Like they, There's no reason we can't make this movie. They've got the the vehicle motif going on. Like I could see the Fast and Furious cars turning into a a, a Megazord. Jason Statham is Lord Zed. Yeah, Luke Evans is Luke Evans is Goldar. Oh, I'm I'm liking it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I'm I'm being told that Charlize Theron can be. I don't remember. Uh, it, is it Andromeda, the the the, oh, the right. villainess in a uh, in space? That would be good. <laughs> I'm being told that a, it seems uh, there is the the 1987 uh, Masters of the Universe movie has a post credit scene in which Skeletor's head emerges from the waters yes. and says, yes. "I'll be back." And it's so Frank Langella. Seem- <laughs> sure. It so is, that like, that does – there's there's a lot of other – it sounds like it's been used a lot, but in, in terms of like sequel baiting, that sounds like – That's the big one, yeah. That's that's the first. Interesting. It's fascinating. Yes, I did, did just uh, expose my knowledge of early Power Rangers. <laughs> uh, Ew. I was a child once. Anyways <laughs> – <laughs> just a grumpy little child now alex which gummies do you want who cares <laughs> i don't really know what else there's to say about this movie boys it's a sweaty sun-drenched romp i mean like there's there's like we've said like there's nothing particularly wrong with it so there's not a whole lot to dissect there just kind except of... again for the wet butt <laughs> You say it's something wrong, and I say uh, <laughs> something else. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> Britain, we watched Die Another Day last week. I think we're, we're we're stepping it up a little in terms of how we treat women. This is true. That movie had no wet butts. <laughs> I mean, they did try to drown Halle Berry. That is true. That's I guess, but <laughs> I don't like this conversation. Me neither. <laughs> Tyler, say something. What? But. <laughs> so anyway, um, yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. I'm, I'm sure there are other things we, we didn't mention. Um, I really like the, it's, it's kind of one of the establishing scenes for um, Brian and Dom's relationship where after the, the race, the first race, yeah. uh, Brian's car spins out because he, like, blows up his nitro or whatever. Yeah. Nos. Um, and then... Uh, I did think it was funny they kept saying, like, I need more Nas. And I was like, <laughs> well, you have Ja Rule. Do you need... Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> um, But they get to the end of the race and he's like... And Dom's like, well, what are you smiling about? And he's like, I almost had you. And, like, the whole crowd's kind of laughing along with them and, like, enjoying their, their conversation and their... They're chatting and kind of trash talking about like 
almost isn't nothing if you didn't win. And like, it's a fun little, cause like, and specifically the way Paul Walker plays that is really good because he's not like defeated or, or like despairing. Right. Like he's, he's not freaking out or, or super sad or anything. Like he's, he's playing along with them and he's kind of like laughing while also not necessarily being, uh, or while still being laughed at, I guess. Yeah. Um, he knows how to stay cool. Yeah, it's it's a it's a neat it's a nice little scene, and then they obviously that spins into him saving Dom from the uh, cops when all the cops show up, and like it all. I, I like all that. Well, I think even, that there's a lot of good stuff there. Even stepping back a little bit, I like how before that he talks about like, oh, um, you know, I get the money and I get your respect. More importantly, and they all laugh at him, and he's like, some people think that's more important, and that like hits Dom yeah. very hard, and it's very clear, yeah. like, oh, yeah. Dom's all yeah. about the respect. <laughs> yeah. Um, there are a couple of weird editing things I noticed. Uh, the the big one for me, that mostly with like dialogue and script and the way they like kind of repeat information or, or lines sometimes. Um, the, the bit where they get uh, surrounded by the motorcycle crowd after they escape the cops and they get taken to... I don't remember the characters' names. The motorcycle guys that take him to like the Chinese place. It's like a restaurant, I think, or something. Uh, uh, the movie skipped at this point for me, so I didn't see. That. Gotcha. Oh, really? well, that's good. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, basically, Rick um, Yoon's gang takes them to. Yes. Um, I can't remember. Okay. His characters okay. Name. Their side of town, and then like. Oh, uh, Jimmy Jimmy Han, I think, or that's James, awesome. something like that. Okay. Sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, and they they take him there, and they're like kind of threatening them about oh this car is pretty good you know be ashamed if something were to happen to it <laughs> yada, yada, yada. and then um they uh go away and the um paul walker and Vin Diesel start to get back in the car and i forget what they're trying to talk about um there's some story that that paul walker wants out of out of dom uh and he's like hey what well, you know tell me about this and then he's dom's like oh well it's a long story um, and then the motorcycle guys come back after driving off and blow up the car. Hmm. This is how the car gets blown up. Yeah. I, oh, you okay, okay. yeah. I um, think Paul Walker is trying to ask Vin Diesel, like what, okay. what's the beef between you and Rick Yoon's gang? Mm. It may just be that I was thinking it was that, but I, I thought there might've been more to it. I don't know. Um, but yeah, the motorcycles leave and two minutes later they just come back and shoot up and blow up the car. Cause it's got the yes. knobs in it, which does mean you missed, uh, Vin Diesel screaming "No!" Uh, as they jump out of the way of this exploding. Yeah, it was which, it which was a is. particularly wonderful moment. Oh, it's a geez. good explosion. Okay, it's a, it's a mm-hmm. solid. Okay. It like goes up in the air and like crashes back down and like there's a lot of color. Oh wow! Okay, it's good yeah. stuff. Um, but then it does that, and then they walk out of the the restaurant. I think it's a restaurant. I could be entirely wrong about that. It's it's got like a very like stereotypical sort of like Chinese it, facade. It looks like front. a restaurant, but nobody ever actually goes in, so I can't be yeah. sure. Um, they, they, it all takes place in like that. It looks like a restaurant, but it handles like a bistro. Oh. <laughs> um, but they're walking. They're walking back. They're like, oh well, I guess it's a twenty minute walk back. And then yep. they have almost the exact same conversation. <laughs> only now he's like, now Paul Walker gets to be like, well, we got a lot of time on our hands with the walk back. And it's like it almost feels like they're supposed to be like a comedic. Sure. Timing or callback or something like that, but the, the the pacing is not tight enough to make it work like that, and it's not mm-hmm. far paced far enough away to make it like 
where it's not distracting. Right. <laughs> so I noticed that. I noticed that, and I was like, "Oh, that was that was a weird thing you did." I guess I was um, just distracted by the massive explosion, which was sure, probably sure. the filmmaking intent. <laughs> yeah, maybe not. It, I think it has a little bit to do with the fact that Vin Diesel delivers the line the same way, like twice, <laughs> like it's the exact same. Like, <laughs> there's a couple of things like that, and I think mostly with they give him dialogue that's like more flowy than it needs to be. Sure, um, sure, sure. No, again, like we like him in this movie. I think we all, we all yeah, agree. I do. Um, but just like I don't think it plays to his strengths to give him like these big lines of all this sort of uh, very florid, florid, and like that having having imparting all sorts of uh, yeah, you know, sort of secrets and anything. It's just like no, he's you know. Yesterday is history. Tomorrow is a mystery. But today is a gift. That's why we call it the present. <laughs> Vin Diesel is Master Yue in Kung Fu Panda, the live-action movie. <laughs> I'd be okay with that. Um, but yeah, they—they, they, uh, I feel like sometimes they give him a little too much to do. Like that—that that yeah. feels mean. That's not really what I'm—I'm I'm trying to. I say. I know what you're saying, like, but, but the type of things that don't that he doesn't suit as easily. Yeah, where a lot of the stuff with him interacting with the family feels very natural and feels yeah. very yeah. Uh, it, it, he, it, yeah, it just works better for him. Um, so, meh. I agree. And I like that, that as far as Brian and Mia's relationship goes, his thing is like, if you break her heart, yeah. you know, I'll hurt you. And I Again, like, okay. no, they're not trying to hide it from him. It's just like, hey, by the way, I'm dating your sister. He's yeah, like, yeah. I'm watching you. Yeah, yeah, And it doesn't feel possessive. It feels protective. Yes. Yeah. No, I like that. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, he's not immediately like, what? Stop it. Yeah, Stop that's my sister. Her. She doesn't get to, she doesn't date people. She's a baby to me <laughs> still. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. Uh, we mentioned the the final act scene, mm. sort of a uh, well. I guess there's there's the final fight thing, like there's the truck, yeah. But then there's the chase on the motorcycle, yes, yeah, um, which is quite good. And so you've got the scene where Vince is is like shot and hooked up in this rope that he was trying to get on yeah. the, the truck with, and um, they're trying to get him off, and the guy keeps shooting at the cars, and they keep having to take the cars away and stuff. And it uh, kind of like we were, what we were talking about. You know, the scene is maybe 10, 15 minutes, something like that. Like it's a it's a long, slow, drawn yeah. out scene. Um, that definitely, I think, uh, we will not be seeing this in <laughs> Fast and Furious Nine, F Nine, or what have you. Yeah. Um, but uh, I think it's well done. It's there's a little bit of like a like a Mad Max vibe to it, um, sure. or or tease to it, I yeah, guess, in uh, the same kind of concept of oh they're they're fighting on these vehicles and they're trying to like get them back to the other place and and all that stuff. Um, it works really well. I think I think Paul Walker showing up to say the day works well. It's timed well, um, and then obviously like we talked about him revealing to Don that he's a cop and all that stuff is is good. And I do kind of like how the movie sort of dissolves very quickly when mm-hmm. he starts realizing like oh if i want to protect these people that i do actually care about i'm gonna to have to just like blow my cover and yeah and fix it um and i like the the that they set up early the idea of like oh the truckers are gonna start arming themselves and, and trying yeah. to shoot these people if they continue to rob it's it's i think it all it's again it's a tight script it works well yeah um there's lots of good setup and payoff um there's the, the I really actually quite enjoy the very kind of last sequence where Dom and Brian are racing to beat the train. Yeah, yeah. Um and then that's how Dom after they they beat the train but then Dom gets hit by a truck and goes right. flipping and the whole thing. And that's oh, why he needs that's, Brian's car. 
So the Fast and Furious franchise is quite infamous for people surviving these ludicrous crashes. Ludicrous uh-huh. um, mm-hmm. crashes uh-huh. and, and just these crazy stunts and they just walk out and they're fine. Like they're superhuman. Yep. And this is the first instance of that and I feel like it's only going to escalate. Because he, he sure. comes out, he's got like a couple of minor scrapes and he's holding on to his arm. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's got some blood on his head. I'm like, he's wearing a seatbelt. You had. That's true. Yeah. Buckle up for safety. Come on, guys. <laughs> Click or take it. Fasten your seatbelts. Thank you. <laughs> um. Yeah. No, I agree. Uh, but I think that that's a really nice little like bit where yeah, you know, again, it's it's not really chasing the kind chasing the kind of thing that you would expect this movie to chase where it's like, oh, they're trying to set up a big action scene at the end with the villains and the villains are shooting them and, and all this stuff. Um, it's like Paul Walker runs down the guy on the motorcycle. I, I think is that, is that uh, Raccoon's yeah, Reggie character? Lee. Or no, Dom, Dom gets Reggie Lee. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ricky okay. is, yeah, Paul um, Walker gets him. And so then after that, he's he's trying to find Dom and Dom pulls up to this, this stoplight and then Dom's like, I used to race this train all the time when I was yeah, a kid. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to do it again. And they race the train, and, and Paul Walker's like, oh, I'm doing it again. <laughs> and it's like this really kind of weird, interesting character moment where it's like Dom is sort of feeling, I don't know, like it's it's played interestingly where it's like you don't exactly know what he's what's going on in his head. Like mm-hmm. he's, he's just sort of distraught and everything's falling apart around him. Yeah, and yeah. so he's, he's just kind of like thrown his, his life out there. Uh, I think it's also like a test of Paul Walker. A little well. bit, a little yeah. bit, yeah. And so it's just this this really interesting vibe. Um, and not what you... Like, you would expect it to be, oh, it's a confrontation with a villain at the end, or, or yeah. they do the race wars, and they go racing, which would be fine, too. Uh, I, I was expecting them to get back to that at some point. But instead, it's it's like, oh, this is this weird character thing where they're, the stakes weren't, like built up by some crazy plot. It was just like, right. oh, no, the characters are... They have this tension, and they have these these sort of motivations and conflicts and desires, and they're just, like, distraught. And yeah. now they're... It's it's just the two of them that are controlling the, the plot at this point. Right, right. Um, I think that's really interesting. It, it, it's a different way to take it. Um, it does feel, to me, a little bit quick. Uh, I would agree. I, I definitely think it's weird that we don't get any resolution between Brian and Mia. Yeah. Um, but no, it's, I think it's it's cool. It's kind of a different plot uh, than you would see in a typical action movie, and it cares about the characters, which is neat. Yeah, <laughs> it's neat. The neat and the tidiest. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, there we go. The Fast and the Furious. Tyler, what's your grade? I'm torn, but I think I'm going to go B plus. Ooh. Um, I do a lot of B pluses because a lot of movies like really scratch a particular itch without actually like getting to where I feel like, oh, that was a great movie. Um, but that's, I think, where I am right now. I, I, and I, I want to, in case, I don't know that I'm expecting any of these movies to like blow my mind. Sure. Um, but in case, I mean, I've heard the, that like when you get around like, Five and six, yeah. I mean, maybe seven, kind of through there. People really enjoy those, um, and maybe, maybe at some point, it will have some sort of a, 
Avengers like effect where it gets to the point where I'm just so excited about all these characters doing crazy impossible stuff and it's just blowing my mind. I'm like, this is great. Um, we'll see. I don't know, but I want to give myself a little. I don't want to like immediately be like, "Oh, this was really, really good," and then yeah. realize that actually all the movies in this are pretty solid, and that I've just <laughs> set a bar of B, of A minus for sure, like, sure. all these movies. Um, so we'll see, but that's where I'm feeling. Uh, C for car. Oh, <laughs> and I feel like this movie's you know flat C. Good job. Like, <laughs> and that's not a bad C. That's a positive C. That's so, a bouncy uh, C. C plus. No, it's a C. <laughs> Like a flat C, you know, like a – the whole thing has kind of a straight to DVD vibe about it, sure. which is not a – like just visually speaking, and that could be budget, that could be 2001. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it is – there's more care in the filmmaking than we expected. I still don't think it's like amazing, but it's it's better than I thought. So yeah, see. Now this, uh, this puts me in a precarious position. Yeah, this matters. You're basically choosing which one of us you like more. I know. By, by who it's closer to. This, so. is, mm. this is so frustrating. <laughs> yeah. Well, if I go for the one that I was originally thinking, it would be equal distance. So, Sure. <laughs> if I was going for the one I originally think, it'd be Tyler because I, I like him so I'm, more. <laughs> I'm either equally supporting you or I'm equally hating you. So, Correct. Um. Yeah, I'll just go with what my initial reaction was. I'll go B-. minus. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, pretty. That's. I, I agree. Yeah, that's in the middle. I agree with. <laughs> I agree with Britain entirely. Like, I think it's like a very average movie for the most part, but it's got some bright spots, and I think it's executed sure very well. Yeah. No, no. I just that for me, it, it felt a lot like it. It was a breeze to watch this movie, and I yes. think that that was also a huge factor. Like, at no point was I like. All right, come on, guys. This is dragging on a bit. <laughs> yeah, I was definitely – I was very excited to get into these, but more excited about, like, the later ones, like we've been talking about. Yeah. Um, and so, like, I was ready – I watched this movie earlier than I usually usually watch the movies for this podcast, and I was just like, oh, let's get into it. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm excited. Um, and was very happy when I was like, oh, this actually already – like, I'm, I'm, I, I'm ready to watch the second one. You know, that's not always a feeling I get from these <laughs> movies that we do. Right. This – and it's especially nice because this is the first time in a while that we've had a franchise that it may be the first time – I don't know when the last time we had a franchise that I know at least I hadn't seen any of the movies from. Um, I don't know if we've ever done one that you haven't, Alex. Pitch Perfect. Uh, oh, right, right, right. I guess that – okay. So I guess that would count, um, at least for the last two movies. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It was – I just had a, a really good time. None of us had seen Santa Buddies. That's true. I hadn't seen the Dollars trilogy. Sure, sure. Yeah, and I think... Um, I'm so sorry, everyone. <laughs> I hadn't seen Twilight. There you go. I don't know if this is a movie that would be better or worse with more Frosted Tips, mm-hmm. but I do want to acknowledge the dearth of Frosted I Tips. I do hope we get Frosted Tips. I do, too. I mean, um, come on, guys. That seems like thoughts? something that Too Fast, Too Furious would be able yes. to I, I honestly hope so. <laughs> Yes, like <laughs> on like a scale from Vin Diesel to Guy Fieri, I definitely want to be more Guy Fieri. <gasps> Speaking of biopics, I want. <laughs> All right, so so now we need to have the the fan we're edit going, of the... We take I, I live my life one quarter mile of a time to Flavor Town. <laughs> we need the F nine trailer edit where it's not John Cena as as Dom's brother; it's Guy Fieri. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, spoilers? Oh, wow. I'd <laughs> be so good. Flavor is coming. <laughs> no, Han just walks in, but it's Guy Fieri, and they're all like, Han! You remember Han? And he's driving the car, and he's like skidding around turns. <laughs> you gotta get that deep fake going. Oh, Guy Fieri. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I am very excited to see them add more oh, yeah. characters to this. For sure. I don't know when any of them. I'm, I'm also. I'm gonna try not to to continue to not spoil myself on these and just be uh-huh. like, aside from what the trailers give us, I guess. Um, yeah, I feel you know, bad because I, I know the, I know what happens to certain characters, and I know sure. some of the minor plot points that happen in the later movies. I'm like, I wish I didn't know that. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm genuinely I'm excited. excited. To see. I, yeah, I'm. I'm shocked. <laughs> Which is the thing is that you said, oh, we we haven't had, or oh, you've seen a few other franchises. That you hadn't seen before, right? But those were for you the Dollars trilogy, which you didn't really enjoy, and which I thought at times were pretty slow. And then the Twilight Saga, which is like <laughs> the definition of dragging it out. The, the third Pitch Perfect movie. <laughs> it's the like definition are, of dragging it out. <laughs> there, there's a lot of these that are just like, oh, oh, geez, we're we're reviewing franchises that died a long time ago, <laughs> and they're not very exciting. So I'm glad that we get like a good slate of just like, oh. This could be really good. Or at least fun. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <sighs> so my recommendation this week, if you like uh, crazy, bonkers, wacky action movies, don't watch the movie I'm going to recommend because I'm going the other direction. I'm going to recommend a tender, uh, gentle movie called Beginners. <laughs> this is a movie that it might be in my like top 20 or something of all time. It's written and directed by Mike Mills. It is semi-autobiographical, uh, starring Ewan McGregor as a what man. A man. What a man. Uh, who, who met Ewan Man Gregor, they call him. <laughs> and he is uh, he's playing this man whose father has recently passed away. And, he's, and he embarks on this new relationship with a woman played by the wonderful Melanie Laurent. Uh, and the movie is told through it, – it's linear, but there's a lot – it plays with time a lot. It does a lot of flashbacks because after the character's mother had died many years previous, his father, played by Christopher Plummer, had come out to him as being gay. And so not only is Ewan McGregor grieving his father and also embarking on this new relationship, he's also still kind of reconciling this revelation about his dad and how that colored the last few years of his dad's life. And also the entire uh, – his perspective on his relationship with his father throughout his whole life and throughout his parents' marriage and this – it, it, it does such a nice job of not – it doesn't go to the well of, well, is he going to be able to accept gay? <laughs> it's about how do you react when you get this shocking news about someone mm-hmm. you've known your whole life that you it just colors your perception of so many different things. It doesn't – you don't lose any love for them, and it actually brings them very close together. And his father is played by Christopher Plummer in an Academy Award-winning role that mm-hmm. is very fitfully won. He's absolutely stunning in it. What did this come out? Uh, two thousand. I want to say two thousand nine. Okay. Um, maybe ten. It says two thousand eleven uh, on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, two thousand eleven. Excuse me. Okay. Okay. Well, so I wonder if it was like a, was it an awards 
season thing before that, where it might have been like come out earlier. In the, um, I mean, it was early-ish in the, the circuit. Yes, early-ish in the year. But the only Oscar it was, it won like every award for Christopher Plummer. But that was the only award it was huh. winning. It wasn't outside of Plummer this big awards contender. Mm-hmm. Even though I think the script is absolutely beautiful, I think it's directed really well. McGregor's wonderful because, of course, he is. Uh, Laurent is fantastic. And it's just this really gentle movie that is nonetheless extremely moving. And it's not heavy, but it's the kind of movie that as I'm watching, I'm like, yeah, this is really lovely. And then afterwards and days afterwards, I'm thinking about it like, wow, that's, that is a really powerful scene. Like that mm-hmm. moment is so gorgeous. And um, you've also got a great supporting performances from uh, Goran Vizhnich, I believe, from ER, and uh, a really adorable small dog who is like genuinely really good in the movie. Okay. And as much as dogs can be good actors, he's a sure. really good actor. Um, it's just a movie that I really can't. But I thought that I rewatched this movie for like the second or third time a good while ago. But I've kind of had it in the tank for when I need a, a recommendation. And uh, I feel like this is the time to bring it up. So if you haven't seen it, or even if you have, I really can't recommend highly enough. Beginners. And it, it really is about family. It sounds. It like. honestly so, is. I mean, it does kind of tie themes. in with with the Fast and the Furious. I thought about every one of these movies doing, like, a really gentle, soft movie <laughs> or, like, trying to always tie it to, like, themes of family or baldness or something. Um, so, yeah, Beginners, my recommendation. Alex, you look like you're thinking pretty hard, bud. What's wrong? People like making fun of Carrie Fisher's quote when she's talking about Last Jedi and she's like, it's about family and that's what's so powerful about it. And I'm just – I'm waiting for us to finish Fast and Furious and to be like, this is – this is so much better at exploring themes of family than the Star Wars movies. Is that a thing people want the Star Wars movies to explain? I mean, it's, the Star Wars movies are only about one family. It's the Skywalker that's saga. That's true. Or at least that's how okay. Disney wants I'm, to build it. I'm on board. All right, I follow. <laughs> Could you imagine if they, they, in the marketing, they're like, this is the end of the Toretto saga. <laughs> <laughs> after after F- 10 F- movies F- F10 the rise of Toretto <laughs> Like ludicrous You think you were just A spice miner or whatever Because yes it's in space now And it is also Dune <laughs> You thought you were a shy halud But no like, can, we, can we get how much, how much money do you think you have to throw I didn't even want to know <laughs> to make a Fast and Furious movie. That would be amazing. Just a lot of like very slow, <laughs> like contemplative shots of Vin Diesel walking in like the desert. <laughs> oh, that'd be so great. It's also like a, what, Riddick? Is that a thing? Oh, yeah. There are three of those. There are three of those. I've never watched or understood anything Judy about Judy Dench plays a wind elemental. Okay. Need I say Is that more? anything like uh, Old Deuteronomy? Um... Well, cats are a lot like us. <laughs> but are they a lot like wind elementals? That's I'll tell you this. They're not dogs. Okay, but are they a lot like okay. wind elementals? <laughs> you both watch the Oscars, right? I'm going on a I you going to say you both watch cats. I'm, yeah, of course we do. We I'm did a whole thing about it. I'm going on a tangent here. You guys didn't tell me that James Gordon and, and uh, Rebel, Wilson. Rebel Wilson walked out in cat suits. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah because I didn't want to remember it. Yep. Specifically, they made fun of the visual effects of cats. You didn't tell yeah. me this happened. Which, well, it was kind of gross. <laughs> yeah, I will say the best part of that is when they cut to Al Pacino and he was laughing. And I was like, Al Pacino likes cats. 
Al Pacino loves that movie. <laughs> but it is very – I mean, like, I thought – Mia! I think it, they, it was a funny little thing, but also, like, they were disparaging, like, these poor uh, visual effects. That's fair. I mean, they didn't specifically call it the artist, I guess, but they it was – it's kind of like, eh. It wasn't that – it's not Amazing. so much that they were making fun of their movie, it's that they were the actually they... dressed up like yeah. cats. Yeah. 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 You didn't tell um, me that this happened. That's I didn't that's... want to remember that it happened. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, that's my tangent over. <laughs> <laughs> so um, what I'm hearing from this is you want to see more people dressed like cats. Well, Alex, have I got a movie for you. Roll it, boys. <laughs> And then Alex watches Cats. <laughs> oh, oh, it's little, okay. <laughs> uh, so what do we do now? Do we watch Fast and the Furious again, or yeah, what's next? Uh, on the show? Well, actually, um, it, it will it will be Fast and Furious, but it'll be too fast and too furious. I'm intimidated. <laughs> that might that might cross my threshold, boys. <laughs> that's that's like too much. Too much. Too much. <laughs> oh my is, god! Is this the first? Because, like, I mean, I guess, has any other franchise done something quite like this? This is a classic, like, if you're making up silly titles, you you do something in the format of this. Something has to have done this, right? Too mission, too impossible. And I guess it's more like, I'm trying, I can't think of any on the the top of my head. I'm sure there's some, like, more kids movies type things that do this. Shrek Forever After. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Shrek the Third. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, there's Jungle 2 Jungle, but that's just one movie. But The Mum 3, I think. Sure. National Toosier. We brought this up before on the podcast, but the original title for Deadpool 2 was the Untitled Deadpool sequel, which, which is, is the greatest title f- ever. far superior title yeah. to whatever crap they ended up on. Was it just Deadpool 2? It was just Deadpool 2. Trash. I think it was too too dead, too poor. I think this franchise, (laughs) I think doing the Fast and Furious franchise is going to uh, accelerate our inevitable transition into a franchise that, or a podcast that just reviews franchise titles. That's all we do. We can expand a movie title. Didn't the guy directed Deadpool 2? He's one of the John Wick guys. Didn't he do the Hobbs and Shaw movie too? Probably, I don't know. I think so. Which is actually fine. That's kind of an interesting, like, I, I I realized I don't hate that title. Um, surprisingly, yeah, I, I would. I, I feel like I should. I feel like I should want it to be dumber. Um, <laughs> yeah, but it kind of, it kind of works. I don't know. Maybe it's just because it's Dwayne Johnson and Jason Statham, and you're just like, okay, from Hobbs to Shaw. Sure. No, no. We will get to all of these. We sure will. And from Justin to Kelly. So, if you guys uh, have anything else, if you guys uh, have anything you want to say to us, or ask us, or plead of us, or. <laughs> Yell at us. Tyler, how can they reach out to they us? They can find us on herecomethesequels.blogspot.com. Uh, you can find us on Twitter. We're at HCTSequels. Uh, you can email us at herecomethesequels at gmail.com. We're also on iTunes and Spotify. If you just search Here Come Those Sequels. There we are. It's Here Come The Sequels, though. Not those. <laughs> Doesn't want to confuse the people. It is Here Come The Sequels, but those sequels, they're uh, coming okay. here. Oh, I see. I see. I see. <laughs> Yeah, Alex, do you have any parting any parting shots the for the, the sequels are coming here? <laughs> any parting shots for the listeners? That's Before we we give each other the car keys and walk off camera towards the police. Um, d- don't race against your your best frenemy to try and outrun uh, a train. 
yeah. how great would this have been called? It was called the Fast and the Frenemies. Because <laughs> I think frenemy is a really funny word. That's fair. And I try to use it very sincerely. So I was having lunch with one of my frenemies the other day. <laughs> Naturally, we split the bill. I really hope that <laughs> Paul Walker is is like talking to Tyree Skipson or whoever in the next movie. And he, he, that exact conversation happens. So my last case, I was dealing with a frenemy. You know, a frenemy, like a friend and an enemy. <laughs> Who's Dominic Toretto? Oh, he's a classic frenemy. <laughs> I think this is better from the Vin Diesel point of view where it's, <laughs> I got in this uh, train race with my uh, frenemy. But he's talking to somebody in, um, in Mexico. He's like, a real frenemigo, or a real amigenemy. You know, everybody would call him... Enemigo! Enemigo! Why do you think he's only to get to enemigo? You know, everybody would call him the Fast and the Furious, but the only F-word that would come to mind for Dominic Toretto is frenemy. What what is enemy in Spanish? Why do I not know this? And then the the guy he's talking to is like, spill that tea, sister, let's go. (laughs) And then they just gossip. I'm I'm told that enemigo is Spanish for enemy. Enemigo? Wow. <laughs> so Well uh, alienating our audience. Um <laughs> Well guys, uh thanks for tuning in this week and you know this was this was you guys wanna do this again next week? Alex, you no, wanna no. do I had a great actually, time. Maybe we could done. do this again sometime. You know, I I had a surprisingly good time. Normally I wouldn't wow. say that, but you know, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> Well, guys, <laughs> I've been Tyler. I've been Britain. I've been Alex. And you're having a Fast and Furious night? <laughs>